What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. That's all you need or from your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, back with you here from Tahoe. It is the wrap-up show, and the Padres do salvage a game of the series at Dodger Stadium, thankfully, and they did it in kind of remarkable fashion. Who thought they were going to score there after being shut out through eight innings? But they get four runs in the ninth inning. They hold on after Taylor Rogers allows a run at the bottom of the ninth inning, and the Padres avoid falling five and a half games down. It could be worse if they would have lost today and been swept at Dodger Stadium, but uh, they'll have to settle for taking one out of four, Jim. They're three and a half games back. We're at the halfway point, 81 games in, 13 games over 500, on pace for 94 wins. Very odd road trip where they've struggled to score, but the Padres do, in fact, salvage a game at Dodger Stadium. It, it felt like they kind of had to find a way to win here today. That's what we said yesterday. And they do, in fact, win a game behind Mackenzie Gore and some late offense. Yeah. Uh, what did you say on Twitter? Three and a half back game, Three and a half back is much better than five and a half back. Which is sure what is, this, what it was just what this team was going to be if they didn't have that rally in the ninth inning off Crane Kibble. Um, you know, I I don't know how they did it, but they did it, and it was you could argue the biggest win of the year so far. Like, there's been other big wins this season, but to mm-hmm. me, today just felt like one of those just massive wins that they needed to have and that everybody knew they needed and they came away and they stole a game. They, they, they absolutely stole this game in the ninth inning. Um, and you look at the entire game, Mackenzie Gore first inning got in a lot of trouble, gave up a run and that was it. I, I, I looked this up and I don't know if you saw the tweet, John, besides if you take out the two Rockies games this year, he has a 1.39 ERA. Hmm. So he's been lights out versus everybody else other than the Rockies. Now, his whip is still kind of high, but it's a you know production today, pitching five and two thirds. And then Nick Martinez coming in, giving a massive boost to his bullpen. He's like the best long reliever out there. And, you know, your buddy Eric Hosmer came through in the ninth. Got that double. 
I mean, that was a big hit. I mean, that's a big hit. Honestly, I mean, Voight, first of all, how snake bitten is this team if they don't win when Voight oh, hits yeah. the ball literally off the top of the wall? Um, and then he never ran out of the box. So he should have been a third easily. He ends up in second. You're thinking, oh, my gosh, is that going to cost them in this game? But it doesn't. So Voight doubles, you're tied up. Hosbrad had a really good at bat. He saw six or seven pitches. He ripped an inside fastball down the right field line to give the Padres the lead. Then Hassan came at a huge hit because Taylor Rogers, we didn't know at the time, Taylor Rogers ended up allowing a run. I mean, for the Dodgers to get Mookie Betts back, for Betts to produce, right, double the first inning and score, double in the ninth inning. He was thrown out in this game as well, right, by Jerkson Profar. Was that Betts who was thrown out? Yeah, eighth, eighth outfield, uh, what, assist? assist? That's unbelievable. He, like, leads the league, tied for the league lead. But, I mean, to score the four runs in the ninth inning and then to hold off the Dodgers, because we were texting back and forth at the bottom of the ninth inning, like, are you kidding me? Like, they've got the tying run at the plate. They might have to go ahead and run at the plate. No, the tying run at the plate there in the ninth inning. Freddie Freeman. Um, Freddie Freeman, and then whomever the next batter was. Um, who was it? The catcher. Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith. You know, I mean, to, just to win that game, I don't care if they won it. I, I honestly don't. I don't care if the bases were loaded there in the ninth inning and the Dodgers scored eight runs, but they won by one. I mean, just to win the game was important. It really was. Three and a half back is not the end of the world. Losing three out of four is not the end of the world. It was not a good series, but to get that game on Sunday – um, and to finish the first half 13 games over 500, you know, I mean, they could be a lot worse. That's for sure. And Matt, thank you for the super. You can see this. Can you see it? I'll read it. I can see it. You read them. Uh, uh, thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Uh, is it just me or did this place get, did the place get really loud when Kim hit that mm. home run? Lots of Padres fans there. It sounded like, you know, it really did. Like it, mm. I, I think in the bottom of the ninth inning, it sounded like there was a let's go Padres chant from the TV side. Right. It was pretty empty at Dodger stadium. Um, towards the last half of that game, and there are a lot of Padres fans there for sure. I mean, it's a holiday weekend. Yeah, everyone probably has it tomorrow off. You're gonna go up there to watch. The, like, of course you're gonna do that. Um, go like Newport or whatever it is. So yeah, I think a lot of Padres fans were there for sure. And when Kim hit that home run, it was like, ah, you know, if they didn't hit that home run, we, they still could be playing right now. Absolutely. I mean, we, you know, so that was the big like. Yes, obviously Voit without that hit, we're not talking about Kim, but. Kim's hit and that home run is something that this team has been missing for the last week plus even more. I mean, they're second to last in home like runs a big time league. Homer in a big time situation. Yeah. No, I mean, I feel like they've missed it all year. I saw Dennis Lynn actually tonight wrote an article about the Padres need it's they need offensive help specifically against hitting fastballs. They're seeing more fastballs than any team in baseball, but they're not taking advantage. They're 27th in baseball against the fastball in terms of slug. Now, they did have three consecutive hits against the fastball. Cronenworth off of Kimbrell's back. Then Voigt nearly homering. Then Hosmer ripping that ball to right. And then a breaking pitch. Hassan Kim has not hit breaking balls. He's slugging like two-something against breaking pitches. And he ripped a breaking pitch basically over the center field wall or left center field wall about 400 feet. So that's something the Padres have not been doing. Um, we're at the point where it's not a matter of, you know, do you think they need offense? We know they need offense. Right. We know they need offense. The question is, what type of offense can they acquire up against the luxury tax um, without the same depth in their system that they've previously had? Um, with the injuries that they've dealt with, you know, are they going to move from a position like a surplus position, like starting pitching or not? Probably not, would be my guess. Jesse, thank you for the super as well. But it's like, it's not even a question at this point. They have to add offense. And there's still 13 games over 500, despite having you know, bottom 10 offense in baseball. 
they have to get offense and they can't afford to give up starting pitching to go acquire offense, but there's no way you can go into the final 60 games of the year without addressing this lineup. There's just no possible way. Uh, Jesse asked Jim, do you, did you have the Hosmer Jersey in the cart? Yes. I have his city connect Jersey um, in the cart, ready to go. Even though the Padres were so nice enough to give us um, some city connect jerseys. I just really want a Hosmer Jersey. I like it. I really like, what, I like did you, your headset. So I read I I read the Lynn article before we came on here. Yeah. And Hosmer's slug versus fastballs this year is like 350. Mm-hmm. So and the players that they're looking at, or at least the players that uh, are available, um, one name that that's the top of the list as far as uh, slug against fastballs is Ian Happ. Oh, over, yeah, great. over like a 600 OPS versus fastballs. 600 slug. 600 slug, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. So that guy is definitely now on my list as potential trade targets. Will Holder, come on down. Yeah, I mean, I saw that list. I mean, Mancini's on that list. He hits fastballs. Santander's on that list. He hits fastballs. Our boy, Sandanter. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's some names. The common names. Brian Reynolds is on that list. They're not getting Brian Reynolds. Was, was Loriano on that list? I, I, he I was on that list. He yeah. was on that list. Yeah. So th- they're going to find a way to get one of these bats. I mean, they just have to. And the trade right. deadline's now less than a month away. And again, I mean, considering everything, it could be a lot worse with this offense. It really could. It's not for this excellent, excellent rotation. And Mackenzie Gore lived up to the billing. I mean, they beat Clayton Kershaw today. I know Kershaw was great. I know he went seven scoreless innings, but Mackenzie Gore, you know, was essentially as good as Kershaw. And then Kimbrell hasn't been good. And they took advantage. Yeah, no, like honestly, today, it was another just kind of grind it through game from Gore. But, you know, sometimes those teach you more how to be a pitcher than if you're cruising. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I manage and navigate through not only this great lineup, but through, you know, traffic on the bases or me walking a couple guys to start an inning or whatever it may be. And that's how you become a better pitcher is grinding through games where you either don't have your stuff or it's like, all right, there's a, there's a runner on literally every inning. How do I make sure this guy doesn't score? And that to it's me been- is more impressive sometimes than a guy going out there going, you know, like just completely shoving. Cause if you can get through games like today, with only giving up one run, that to me bodes very well for Gore because he's going to have those games where he's lights out. He goes seven and he strikes out 11, right? But it's the games that he doesn't have it. How does he do in those games? And so far this year, he's shown, besides the Rocky series, that he can definitely grind through games. And that to me is a, a great quality to have for a pitcher. Yeah, I mean, I think you play with fire a little bit with the walks, but he's, to your point, pitched well with men on base. I mean, he's really pitched well with men on base this year. Yeah, how can you um, walk down and make sure that guy doesn't score, right? Like, yeah, don't, again, like, don't give in. Yeah, that, I mean, it is playing with fire. I, again, I don't know if it's a good combination, to be honest with you. you know, No, you don't want that to happen all the time. I agree. but And it, it does feel like he's walked more than he needs to, <laughs> especially after yeah. his first three or four starts of the year. I feel like the walk numbers are up, but his stuff's so good. And he's able to work himself in and out of jams. And then offensively, this team had scored four runs in the first 35 innings of the series. And then they score four in the ninth to bail out Mackenzie Gore, to bail out Nick Martinez, and find a way to win. And that is the quality of a good team. I think they've won twice this year when Shirley after eight innings. And one of those games is today. Mm -hmm. And that's what... I mean, you're buried, Jim. If, If you lose this game and fall five and a half back, 
you can you can spin it any way you want. There's a long Done. year to go. You have 12 games against the Dodgers. There's no way any Padre fan is realistically thinking about winning the division if no. you fall five and a half out today. I mean, there's just no right. way. Now, yeah, the division to me would have been done, right? But there would still be that chance. Like, hey, the playoffs are still there. Just get in. Of anything course. can happen. 100%. But, like, that dream of, you know, potentially getting a top seed and winning your division and getting a first-round buy, like, that to me would have been out the window because one five and a half games back with 81 to go there's time obviously but the one thing that you can't you they just can't get over is you just can't beat the Dodgers like that, that psychological like mental block that this team would have like we just can't beat these guys like they're just kicking our ass and today was a nice like oh but no that's not okay like we can fight and they showed that in the ninth inning for sure. Uh, Ruben Vasquez, thank you. Thanks, Ruben. I don't know if you saw, because I know you're in Tahoe, John. Do defensive yes, stats account for 360s for Kim? There was a play today. Uh, <laughs> Whirly bird. Did you see it? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. So I forget what any, it was late. It was late in the game. I think it was, yep. uh, I think Gore was still in. I think it was in the sixth inning. And it was, I think it was to get him out of the sixth, I believe. And it was a double play ball. And Kim did a kind of 360, and they even talked about it on the broadcast, like mm, he probably didn't need to do that, right? And he would have got the runner out at first. Um, I mean, it He's, was his yeah, momentum I mean, was probably taken in that way, like right? Like, and so he was like, okay, I got to make a quick decision, 360, and it didn't cost him, so it's fine. Yeah, and he's a good defensive player. I mean, I there are times I think like he tries, he does a lot to accomplish a little, if that makes sense. He's a lot of movement at times. A little too much movement where sometimes it feels if he if he was tighter, then he'd be more productive. There's, he's just always flailing. He's all over the place. He's always sliding. He's always diving. He's always moving. Uh, stylistically, it's just it's different than other shortstops. It's different than other middle infielders. Yeah. Um, but he is a very good defensive player, honestly. Um, I think there's more knocks on his offense than there are on his defense. But to be honest, you know, offensively, he's had some moments here, including here today with that home run. So hard to knock on some Kim. Matthew Keene, thank you for the super as well. Uh, we do want to remind you before you read Matt's uh, super here, please subscribe if you're a Padres fan. That's the only requirement. Please subscribe if you're a Padres fan if you are here live or on replay. Smash the like button for us. You can hit that notification bell. You'll be notified when we go live. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Our radio show at John and Jim will be back Tuesday at 3. Uh, but thank you guys for the supers. That is a great way to support this channel. We really do appreciate it. And thank you for the super last night, by the way. The unbelievably generous $100 super that rolled in just after I signed off. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What was the name? I, I wasn't there for it. Do you remember the name? Wow. Must have been really impactful, Jim. I want to say Jeff. Jeff, thank you, even though that definitely is not your name. No. Um. No. You texted mm. it to me. I know I did, but my phone's, I use my phone for my thing. So am I. Hmm. Anyway, thank you, Jeff. Thank you, potentially, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Matt says, it was nice to see some late contributions. Uh, Almonte hangs one, and Kim taking it out. It was a nice change of pace. A lot of work to do still to get this team back on track. Way to go, boys. Yes, uh, yeah. It, again, three and a half is a lot better than five and a half this was this was a two-game swing a two-game swing today and they said it yesterday like on the broad on the national broadcast 
John Smoltz kept repeating, tomorrow's like a mu- like a must win for the Padres. It's a must win for the Padres. And you're thinking to yourself, well, it's July 3rd. Is it really a must win? And a lot of people would say, it's not a must win because you got 81 games left. But like there are times in a season where, yeah, you need to win that game because of the two game swings and division opponent. And it's because you haven't beaten the Dodgers like at all this year. So there was a lot on the line today just from like, you know, obviously the standings perspective and a psychological perspective as well is, yeah, uh, we're not out of this. And two, we can beat you. Right. I mean, they're still two and 14 in their last 16 games against the Dodgers. But I agree completely that if they lose today, mathematically, forget the math. It's just, it's not happening. It's just but, John, it's not a must-win game because there's still 81 games left in the season. I wonder who's going to say right. that. Well, well, no, here's the thing. I mean, they still have 12 games against the Dodgers, and they're going to need Fernando Tatis Jr. to be healthy, and they're going to need to have an improved offense for most of those games. Right. If they're going to want to win six or seven of those 12 games against the Dodgers, they're going to have to be better than they've been so far. You know, two and five right now against L.A. Jesse, thank you for another super as well. Uh, he said Gore can't contribute or can, can't continue to throw 40 pitches. Yeah. From the first two innings, uh, can we say that Snell looked great too? No, Snell looked great. I, I, I said I, he did, he just does well against the Dodgers. I said Friday, I like he's going to shove, and he did mm-hmm. five. In, I mean, struck out twelve. Didn't pitch deep into the game, but I mean, statistically, that's maybe one of his best starts this season. Dude, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this right now, Jim. He's had some moments here recently where he's been really good. Now, he's been done in by a half inning, like he was after he broke Bryce Harper's thumb. Mm -hmm. But he's had four or five inning stretches where he's been completely dominant, Mm -hmm. where he's had four innings where he strikes out nine, five innings he strikes out 12. Now, he needs to fully put it together. Can he turn the five innings into six? Can he avoid that one tricky inning? And it feels like he's trending a little bit that way, to be honest. He's had some outings where he's been like, he's been unbelievably good. And then there's been that one blip. But I'm slightly encouraged by what I've seen. Again, it's the same story with too many pitches. It's the same story with one inning that does him in. But I don't know. I just feel like he's trending in a positive direction right now. Um, and I thought the the blip was hitting Harper. He was done in by that. And he pitched terribly after that. But no, I'm encouraged, honestly, by what I've seen here from Snell the last couple of times out. No, I, I am too. I mean, the game against the Dodgers was like, holy shit. Yeah, but he did throw a lot of pitches. He did, and and also too, it's not just. I just don't. It's just frustrating to me still. Like he can't. He can only give you five. Yeah, you know? he's not. A, he's not a six inning. No, like he's just right. a five inning guy, and he can be great and amazing in five innings. That's awesome. I just you know, that's tough because you want a guy who can at least give you six or seven. I know? agree. I agree. Let's tell our uh, viewers about Mark Nimitz and Farmers Insurance, our title sponsor here on the wrap-up show. Uh, I've got my insurance through Mark. If you have auto, home, renters, life, earthquake insurance needs, Mark Nimitz is your guy. He can save you $750 on your insurance needs. That As simple as just switching your insurance to Mark Nimitz, he can save you $750. He's got great service and communication. He's a San Diegan, like we always tell you. Um, he's a lifelong Padres fan. He's supported this channel since day one. You can get to his website by clicking on the link down below. But whether it's auto, home, renters, life, earthquake insurance, I have my homeowners and my earthquake through Mark. I've been texting with him all day long. Um, this was an important win for the Padres. And uh, he can talk to you not just about your insurance needs, but also about the Padres. He'd love to talk Padres baseball with you. He's Mark Nimitz. If you support this channel, 
If you want to support a local business as well in San Diego, if you're a San Diegan with insurance needs, please go with Mark Nimitz at Farmers. And Mark is in the chat right now. And like you said, awesome win. It didn't look good earlier. I was getting some texts from Mark. He was not thrilled. But by the end of the day, all good. And thanks, Mark, for your support as always, man. All good. All his information, too, is above my head. Nimitz at FarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to him, let him know. John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. Let's get some goat emojis in the chat for Mark Nimitz. Again, we're unable to do this channel without the support of our partners like Mark and Aura and Omar Sanchez. So thank you guys for hanging out here on this uh, Sunday evening. This is interesting. I mean, this yep. is what we've been talking about, like bullpen or bat. I know we need to upgrade uh, our offense, but the bullpen looks like another big issue. Uh, with the guys coming off injuries be enough to solidify and be a playoff-level bullpen? It's a great question, Felipe. Um, you know, I've I've try to make the case that I would want the bullpen to be upgraded more. I just think, you know, you get, if you can go, if you, if you get, you know, a two, one, two, one lead going into the seventh and you have a lockdown bullpen, you feel pretty good about that. But if you go down to, you know, it's just, it's tough because this bullpen isn't great, right? It's not great. And I don't think the players that they could come back from an injury like Suarez and Pomeranz is enough. I mean, Taylor Rogers worries me, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I mean, Taylor Rogers really does concern me. I think he can lose the feel on his slider very quickly. He's proved to be too hittable for me for a closer. Now, he's had a very good year. It's not to say he hasn't had a very good year. It's just when you're trying to protect a one-run lead against a good team, how are you feeling with Taylor Rogers on the mound? I mean, how were you feeling last year with Mark Melanson on the mound? I thought he was hittable at times as well. He ended up having an excellent season. I think they need absolutely another closer type, like an eighth inning guy. They need an eighth inning guy, and they need a bat. Uh, beyond that, I don't know if they're going to completely reconfigure their bullpen. I think there's good pieces, theoretically, when they're healthy, the Suarez's and the Garcia's and the Chrismats and the Rogers. And if you add a Pomerantz, like, I think there's there's enough positive there. I don't think it's going to be the best bullpen in baseball. But I think you need a hard-throwing late-inning guy to get swings and misses. That's what I'm adding from AJ Preller. Yeah, uh, you need that. Yeah, I would. I you need another. You know, you need another guy that you can count on for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Um, Michael, thank you for the super. Thanks, Appreciate Michael. you from Mexico. Uh, Padres go nine and four to finish strong these last two weeks until the All Star break. Mark it down. That'd be nice. You would take that in a oh my God. freaking second. I would take eight and five. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I might take seven and six. I mean, you go seven and six into the break, Jim, you are 14, 14 over, over and you're getting Tatis back any day at that point or any week. At that Theoretically, point. you don't, I mean, who knows? <laughs> who's, who's here? I mean, Seattle's coming obviously for a couple of games. Um, what else? Giants. Is between now? Yeah, Giants, Giants have looked really bad. Like Off- they've lost. They went two and eight on their 10 game home stand versus the Tigers, De- Reds, and White Sox. And they just lost DeSclafani for the year. Yeah, but he's been, I guess, he's been sucking all year. But still, I mean, they'll probably need to address starting pitching. I mean, the thing is with six playoff teams, it's hard to punt on a season. Like, yeah, San Francisco has been bad, but oh, God, probably, no one's punting. Are you serious? That's the thing. Philadelphia, San Francisco, even Miami, they're like two or three under. Like, you can right. kind of go for it. If you're around 500, I think you go for it, you know? For sure. Uh, yeah, uh, ben, nine and four would be awesome, though. Nine and four would be awesome. Oh, yeah, uh, great yeah. point. Yeah, it's great. Morhorn as well. Yeah, so yeah, I think he could be big in the second half. I really do. So, all right, so if you all right, Suarez, Morhone, and Pomeranz, are those three guys enough? Um, 
Honestly, probably not, because Pomerantz doesn't go back-to-back days. Morohut's coming off Tommy John, and Suarez is kind of a great unknown. Um, so, no, I would want one more. I think it's good. I, I think their bullpen at the end of the day is healthy. It's pretty good. I don't think it's an elite bullpen, so I would add to it if I was AJ Pro. Right, and you don't have to be – I mean, I don't know Taylor Rogers has been good this year, but seriously, you don't have to be married to Taylor Rogers forever for this season, you know? Yeah, I mean, again, he's going to get the lion's share of save opportunities, he obviously, when he's got 23 saves. But again, yeah, right. But who else are they? I mean, who else is they going to try for somebody? You know, in, in Lynn's article, they mentioned like it's going to be difficult for them to make any significant trades because they're $1 million from the, the 230 tax threshold. And if the only way that they can make significant upgrades is if they shed payroll. Um, and Hosmer and Myers are like untradeable because they're they have no value, mm-hmm. and then the other guy that that they would have to try they would they would have to move to clear salary would be Blake Snell, but he doesn't really have much value right now. So you might have to be looking from within for most of this stuff. Which is I tough. still think I still think there's there are moves to be made especially with the bullpen where the bullpen's not, you're not going to go acquire a reliever that makes $10 million a year. If you acquire a reliever that makes $5 million a year and you take on two fifths of his salary for the year, you're taking on $2 million in salary. So I think there's moves like that that can be made that are pretty realistic. Now moves like Contreras and others are way more challenging. Reynolds, actually, he's not hard because of salary. He's hard because of what you'd have to give up. But a move like Contreras, I don't know what Hat makes, but it's probably more than a couple of million dollars a year. So, I think that's the more tricky moves. I think you can get a reliever easily. I mean, there's going to be 35 relievers available, at least at the deadline. They could probably help mm-hmm. this team. So I think the reliever is not the issue. I think it's getting that bat that can contribute that isn't like an Adam Frazier type, mm-hmm. but is an actual contributor that has some slug. Um, maybe that'll prove to be more challenging than the reliever piece. And this is a great point by Navin. Yeah, it is. And we've talked about this, and I got upset about it. Like, why do you have Lamette on this roster making $5 million and doing jack shit? It makes no sense. I don't even know where he is. He's down in the minors. And to be honest, I would be shocked if we ever see him in a Padres uniform again. I said that when he got sent down. He wasn't moved. I mean, I think he's got some like, that's a, I'm taking a flyer on him if I'm another team. Because again, okay, he makes five or $6 million a year, but you get him at the trade deadline. There's only a couple of months left in the season. Maybe you catch light in the bottle. And then you see him moving forward with him. But this stuff is just like so frustrating because you're like, you can pray. You praise AJ Preller for the ma- the moves he has made, but then this type of shit, you're like, makes no freaking sense at times. You're like, yeah, you have you Lamette. Can't be, you can't be perfect. I mean, you, we've talked about it. it no, 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 so, no, right. no, no. I know. I you can't be perfect, but this stuff, the Lamette stuff, it's avoidable. Like, why are you do? Why this is not? It's like you're giving this guy money for what? Well, what what other options do you have? He's they should have DF- regardless. He should have DFA'd him matter. before. It doesn't matter. No, I know it doesn't matter now. I know. I'm so just saying that then. was a mistake. It doesn't matter now or then. They pay. They owe them. It's a it's a cap hit. You can't you can't pay someone and then just cut cut them and not put it against your luxury tax. Well, they should have cut them before they paid them. <laughs> when after 2020, when he was third in Cy Young, they didn't get the after 2021. It wouldn't have saved him a dime. Yeah, it would have. They gave him five million dollars. No, they didn't. He's arbitrary. You're saying in arbitration they gave him five million dollars. He got five million in arbitration. So you're going to cut him before he goes to arbitration to save the five million dollars. Yeah, because he was ineffective in 2021. 
because he's a lost he's he's a lost cause. Yes. Well, I, I agree. He is at this point. It, it would have been that would have been, I don't know, a little outside the box. The guy was still like second or third Cy Young voting. I would like have done it a second after twenty after after what you saw in twenty twenty one as a guy who just nothing there. I'm I'm getting rid yeah. of him, but that's again that's, that's not that's the end, that's not the end all be all. I mean, no, no, no. I'm just I'm just pointing million. out like I'm just pointing out an instance where you're like, why did they give this guy this money, and why is like he's now right. buried in the minors? Like, what what's the point? You win some, you lose some. I'm more concerned about the 144 for Hosmer. Okay, well, we can't go back in time eight years, John, or, five, or what was it five years? I mean, again, I don't think the Lamette thing to me. Yes, it's concerning and it's problematic, and it's not going to end well in a Padres uniform. But you know, I don't think that's ultimately a big problem for AJ probably this year. So okay, so you got five million. Well, the, one, the only the only reason why I'm saying it's a big it's a it's a problem is because you could have used that five million dollars for like way more effectively and help this team out. And right now that $5 million is rotting in the minors when, when this team will not go over the luxury tax and they have a million dollars to play with. But it's like a double edged sword. You DFA Danielson Lamette. And if he provides value for anyone else, that becomes a horrific decision. And we've seen that play out before. If he gets DFA and goes to Cleveland and then makes 19 starts this year and has a two nine ERA, you've seen it before. Like, that's definitely a fear. The guy's got good stuff. Yeah, he doesn't have the same stuff after this injury. He's just, made, he, he made $4 million last year. I mean, it's not like yeah. he went from, like, he made three to five. Or he's, four just to injury, five. he's just injury prone, and he's done. Right. Yeah, I don't um, know if he's done for his career. He might be done in the Padres. You know, I wouldn't say that Nelson Lamed is 100% definitively done in his career. He could still have another surgery. He's not even 30 years of age, you know. Uh, Jesse, Lamed can could have been where Clevenger is if he right. got the surgery. Yeah. Correct. Right, and he did. Now he's in the minors forever. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially. 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 Uh, uh, let's tell our viewers about uh, Omar Sanchez. All right, hold on. Partner here on the wrap up show, our newest sponsor, Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance. He's here to help all Padres fans with their mortgage. You can text Omar right now. You see that number on the screen 619 387 7798. That's 619 387 7798. You can also scan the QR code on the screen right now. He's your San Diego native mortgage broker. Whether you're looking to buy your dream home or refinance to consolidate your debt, if you're in the process of buying or refinancing and would like a second opinion to make sure you're getting the best deal possible, go with Omar. He's a San Diegan, a lifelong Padres fan. He went to San Diego State. He supports this channel. If you support this channel and you have any mortgage need, please call or text Omar Sanchez for a free consultation. And if you're a realtor, Omar is looking for local partners as well. Omar Sanchez can help get you into your dream home today. 619-387-7798. You can text him anytime you want. If you have any mortgage or loan questions or needs, Omar is your guy. 619-387-7798. If you just want to welcome welcome him aboard to the wrap-up show, you can do that as well. Talk Padres, you can do that as well. But if you have any mortgage or loan needs, he is your guy to go to. Again, 619-387-7798. All right. So as you make your way into the uh, wrap-up show tonight, please subscribe. That's the only thing we ask of Padres fans. you got to subscribe. We have year-round Padres content for you. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter. Supers are a great way to support this channel. We make sure to get to all the Supers. You become a member now as well. We'll tell you more about that coming up. You can click that Join button down below. Custom emojis, custom badges. Uh, members-only content as well for members. You can click that join button down below. Yeah, they made a move today, 
and I, I'm blanking yep. on his name because I've never heard him before. But they sent down Ray Kerr, which was yep. 100% a given after what he did yesterday. Like, Bob, like you saw the, the thing I put out there, Bob Melvin just shaking his head. The second yes. Melvin, the second they show that on TV, I'm like, that guy's gone tomorrow. He's gone. Yeah. Um, I don't know who they brought up. If you if you do, if you could put that in the chat, but I'm a little, I'm a little, you know, I'm curious to why they didn't call up Jose Castillo because he's had a great June. He's looked like he's back. Every time we talk to anybody from Mad Friars, they're like, this guy is ready to go. I I don't understand why he's not up. Doesn't make sense, especially if you, especially if you send on a lefty. Kurt and Kerr, I don't, I don't get why they didn't bring him up. I, I don't know. It's Taylor Scott that comes up a righty for the lefty uh, Ray Kerr. Yeah, I don't know. But here's the thing with here's the thing with uh, Castillo, and it's a great point by Ben. I mean, you, I wonder if they just wait a little bit, like knowing that he'll need to be conserved to some extent, and like if he's going to provide valuable innings in the second half of the year, is he going to be able to do it for three months as opposed to? A shorter period of time i don't know it's a good point his numbers have been good obviously he's been injury prone we haven't seen him in a padres uniform in forever so i guess they're going you know with the cautious route before bringing him up but that is a very fair point there's no question about it i don't know anything about taylor scott uh, nobody first does big league action since 2019 so you know and in 2019 in 16 the third innings he had a 14.3 year right in 16 innings at a 14.3 ERA. So he pitched overseas in Japan in 2020 and 2021. I have no idea what to expect. You know, no, I guess he's the last man in your bullpen right now. He's Ray Kerr was the last guy in your bullpen. Probably, probably you'll you won't you'll see him in some mop up duties for whenever. It's like you always have to have that last position player, right? Like Matthew Batten right now is serving as that last position player. Yeah, uh, you have to have your last reliever, like you said, mop up duties. So it's a good point at Castillo. It really is. That's crazy. First, first, that's crazy. You mentioned that earlier. Yeah, first win at Dodger Stadium since April 25th of last year. And, and ironically, that was another game they came back, I think, maybe in the ninth. It was on Sunday Night Baseball, and it was mm. like the greatest comeback in like ever. Remember that game? Mm, I they were do. freaking out because they took three yeah. or four at Dodger Stadium. Yeah. I'll tell you one team I wouldn't want to see is the Dodgers in the postseason because no of all shit. these issues. I mean, it's the one team. It's like I don't care. I, I don't care what your rotation looks like. I don't care. They have a matchup for everything, dude. Yeah, exactly. Taylor, Tyler Anderson, and Gonsolin are like nineteen and one this year. That's pretty good. Nineteen and one. Yeah, those are two guys. You're like, huh? And that would be like they're like game three and four starters. No, it wouldn't Gonsolin would be like a game one starter actually? Well, it would be their game three and four starters if you you know because you're gonna have Bueller. if you had a healthy Bueller. And then Urias, and then also, oh, by the way, you have Clayton Kershaw. Kershaw. I mean, it's an embarrassment of riches. No, by the way, they'll double down at the deadline. You watch. Right. Frankie Montas, though, he got hurt today. That was That's that. a big one. That. So that also, too, Dennis's article mentioned, or I don't think he mentioned this, but you just kind of put the two, to two and two together. If someone's looking for a starting pitcher and Frankie Montas was one of the starting pitchers that was on top of everyone's list, mm-hmm. and you need to get some cap relief to get a bat, potentially, one guy to stick in is Blake Snell. I don't know. But again, is that even something we're advocating for? No. I mean, we've advocated for holding out to these I'm not. starters. I'm not. But if they're trying to get some salary dump here so they can get a, a bat. Yeah, but a salary dump just to get a bat. They have no works. other option. No, they have other options. They have like other what? options. Like I mean, what? you don't well, they don't need I mean Blake Snell makes like fifteen million dollars a year. There's not any bat they're going after that makes near that money. 
Wilson Contreras this year isn't making near that money, just this year. So they, they don't have to, they do not have to part ways with Blake Snell to add a bat. Now, I'm not saying they don't have to part ways with someone to add a bat, but I don't think they have to move Blake Snell to add a, a bat. Like, what does, um, you know, like, what does Ben Attendee make this year? What does um, Santander make? These guys are making a couple million dollars, right? I mean, Santander might be making less than that, I would assume, if he's an arbitration guy. He's never been to free agency. No. Thank you, Juan, for Zuber. Uh, watching AJ botch a trade is like watching our aunt buy a mid-use 200K mile Camry with shot transmission and shock mitt, shock and shocks mid interior and pays 10K for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, cars are at a premium right now. They're, they're expensive. Uh, yeah, they are. <laughs> so I'm glad I got my car during the pandemic. And it's also like, be careful what you're asking for here from AJ Preller. Like, do you want to move heaven and earth at the deadline? I mean, he's got a team that's 13 games over 500 despite having a bad offense. Like, he's not going to change everything at the deadline. He's not going to make seven moves, I wouldn't think, at the deadline. He's just got to be precise. He's got to make a move that helps this offense. Just, just, I mean, pray and hope that Tatis is Tatis. Because that's that's the biggest boost you could get, honestly. Yep. Of, of any move that Preller could make at the, on the trade market, the only move that would be bigger would be getting like Juan Soto, right? <laughs> right? It's not happening. So when you think of it that way, that there's no move as big at the trade deadline as Fernando Tatis Jr. being Fernando Tatis Jr., that's that's the biggie. It would be huge. Like I've been saying on the radio, though, it's like, do you know if you have Tatis when you get him back? Because it's going to be late July, early August, and the trade deadline will be upon you. So, like, do you have to address the fact that you have a question mark in Tatis, like, as your center fielder or as your yeah. shortstop? Like, can you just count on Tatis being Tatis coming off a significant injury and not appearing in the big leagues for 10 months and just not skipping a beat and coming up and hitting – 11 home runs in the final two months of the year and having a 900 OPS. No, you're right. Because, every, every day. And we've talked about this before. Hope is not a strategy. And with Tatis, you're hoping he's like last year or like 2020 in a fifth in 60 games. Like, so yeah, I, I you're right. Preller and this team can't just sit on the hope of Tatis being Tatis because if you do that and it's wrong and Tatis takes a while to get back and by, by the time it's you know it's too late then you've already botched everything because you were just hoping that Tatis would be what he was last year for the last 60 games of the season I mean they need upgrades I mean Tatis in center as crazy as it sounds and we, I know we talked about this yesterday I mean you look at Grisham and and they need upgrades. They need upgrades at short. They need upgrades in center. They might need an upgrade in right. Um, Tatis hopefully is is some amount of an elixir, <laughs> a fix somewhere, obviously, for this team. But again, is it the end-all, be-all? It's not going to be the end-all, be-all. There's no way. There's no way he fixes everything just by returning. I mean, look at Manny Machado back out there on one leg. And, you know, he's had some moments. Um, I give him credit for playing third back-to-back days. That's incredible, considering the injury we saw just two weeks ago today. It really is incredible. But we've seen so many swings and misses from Machado. What are we expecting from Tatis? Ten months. Ten months out. Like, the idea that he's just going to be plugged in and go three for five every day. I don't know how realistic it is. And he hasn't swung a bat in how long? Correct. 
10 months. Well, at least since September, at least full, like at least at least since February. Jesus, I can't fucking talk. But even then, he wasn't. I mean, he wasn't healthy. No, because he was swung, and he's like, "Oh, this oh, is my wrist right. hurts." Yeah. Uh, thank you, Michael, for the super from Thanks, Mexico. Michael. Appreciate that. Uh, Michael says something interesting. I heard on the broadcast is that Padres lead the major league base lead, lead the major league baseball lead major league baseball and at bats with runners in the scoring position. Uh, it really feels like Tatis in another bat. Uh, to the offense can click a bit. Yeah, like, okay, with better hitters, but the same amount of opportunities with men in scoring position, can they take advantage of that in the second half of the year? Hopefully. Mm-hmm. You know, it does feel like there's a lot of games where they're one for nine with men in scoring position. It does feel like there's a lot of games where there's a runner at second, nobody out, and they don't score. It does right. feel like recently there's been a lot of examples of guys at third base with one out when they don't score. So I think it is a very, very good point. I think they need to be better in that category, obviously, in the second half of the season. Um, and Tatis will help. And so will the trade deadline, presumably. Yeah. The, the, I mean, if you're, if you're a team that can hit with runners in scoring position, you're going to do very well. <laughs> and you're going to win and a lot of be, And they do need to be better. I, I don't know if they're hitting as a team with men in scoring position, but I, every, I know this, they can be better. John, every aspect of their offense needs to be better. Can be better. Yeah. Everything. And Voigt said it the other day. He's like, it just feels like we're, you know, we're not like we're not hitting home runs. Like the reason why we're not doing anything, we're not we're not hitting home runs. He mentioned they're it. They're not. Um, now Voigt, I mean, Voigt's come along, mm-hmm. and he's been since the first, the start of the season. He's been very. He's been good. You know, he's like already May du- first. Uh, yeah, he's, he's been he, good. He has double digit home runs already. I think he's maybe third in the team in RBIs. Um, he had the one of the biggest hits today, mm-hmm. and he's lucky that Hosmer came through there because yeah. I don't know if you saw on the broadcast. Yeah, he just he never left. The he walked to first base. He should have been on third with with one out. Um, so thankfully, Hosmer came through there and got a clean double, and there was no play at the plate, and they you know took the lead. But if that didn't happen, and Hosmer hit like a deep fly ball to center that's not good. So luckily, luckily everything worked out, but uh, moral of the story is run everything out. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, we do want to tell our viewers about our uh, partner, Aura, ORA.organic. You can save 30% on your very first order. And the way to do that is by clicking the take the quiz button, which, uh, which is on the screen right now. Uh, there's a link for Aura down below here. If you're watching the wrap up show, but if you click that, take the quiz button, you're getting 30% off your very first order. It's a great company. Their co-founder Will is the San Diegan and a huge Padres fan. They've got all plant-based nutritional products. Every single one of their products is plant-based, whether it's probiotics. I take one every single day from aura. I take it because of digestion. You can take it for heart health and so many other reasons. They have uh, proteins for after workouts as well. They have pre-workout supplements. They have immunity pills and sleep supplements and so much more. It's a great company. It's an easy website to get to, ORA.organic, or by clicking the link down below. And again, their co-founder, Will, is a huge supporter of this channel. This is a company with offices in San Diego. If you want to support this channel, if you want to get healthier, please consider Aura, ORA.organic. Click that, take the quiz button. You'll get 30% off your very first order. Yeah, uh, everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. They have it there for you. All their products are organic and vegan-based. They, they taste delicious. The one that I take the most is the pre-workout raspberry lemonade flavor. It's great. Jitter-free. It's the cleanest on the market. You won't get a crash after you take it. 
It's delicious. Highly recommended. Go there right now. Aura.organic. Take the quiz. We're hooking you up. Get 30% off your first order, and uh, you will thank us later. All right, so game one of the series against the Mariners is July 4th, tomorrow afternoon, 340. I will be there. I'm going, John. Jim will be there. I thought about actually going with Kristen and Jones. We'll see. Well, I'm there to cover the team. You can go as a fan. Yeah, I'm going to go. I would go as a fan. Um, Shaw and I will pitch tomorrow for the Padres. Mariners have been all right. They're 39 and 42. So they've been all right. It's a quick series, right? It's a two game series. Yeah, there's two, two games. game series before the Giants come here. And so, uh, Ty France will not be activated. So right. that's a win for the Padres there. Sure. Um, are they missing somebody else? Yeah, I don't know. They, they've definitely been banked up. And I think they've underperformed a little bit, right? They won 90 games last year. Well, they had a horrible start. They've been better of late. I think they've. I think they started. They started like ten games under, and now they've since then they've been like twenty five and five. They're like three games out of a playoff spot. I think twenty five and five. Oh, sorry, twenty and fifteen. Uh, fifteen. <laughs> my bad. Five. Oh my I know gosh. they'd be like the best. Uh, it'd be amazing. Rolling. No. Yeah, I'd like to see the Padres play well at home. You know, they've, they've been better on the road, although they haven't been great on the road recently. At least see the Padres play well at home. Oh, was there a brawl with the Iron Pigs today? I did not see that. I didn't see that. I've not seen know. any triple A brawl. I was not a part of it. I'm in Tahoe. You're gonna you're gonna have to look it up. I'm not in Allentown. I don't even know if they're uh, in Allentown. No, Sam. No margaritas for me. No, Jim's working. I'm working. Getting paid. Not. <laughs> you could be breaking wor- down the game. I'll be covering the game, John. Oh yeah. Yeah. You'll be covering, covering the game. Covering the game. Um yeah, and then you got what do you what else you got? Uh, yeah, this, this is the big week. This is a, this is a big week. Fourth of July tomorrow. Uh, you got Thursday is the uh, Tatis beach towel. Also, the induction of Larry Lucchino and Ted Leitner to the Padres Hall of Fame. Did you oh, know that, John? Oh, Thursday. Yes, I did. It's I didn't Thursday. It was Thursday, but yeah, I did know. And that. Friday is the big uh, debut of the City Connect jerseys. Wow, that's a huge week. So it's a massive week, and and it's the versus the Giants, so division rivals. So this is a big week here in San Diego. It absolutely is. Is there pizza here? No. Dude. Okay. All right. I All right. Look. You can see Kristen's shadow. Her birthday is July 4th, which is tomorrow. Uh, before we roll, can we tell our viewers about our brand new membership program? We've got a brand new membership program for those who support the wrap up show. If you want even more custom emojis of Jim and myself and LFGSD, and there's an F emoji. We've been using these a lot recently, although not here today. Uh, the more members that sign up, the more emojis you receive. So you get custom emojis. You get custom badges. The longer you're a member, uh, the more badges you'll receive. Those get updated. You're also going to get members-only content, exclusive members-only content. You become a member today by clicking that Join button down below. We appreciate your support of this channel. As we've been saying all along, we've only been doing this membership program for about a week. Nothing else is changing. Same great content for all of our viewers after Padres games, before some Padres games, year-round. But if you want to become a member, you can do that today by clicking that Join button down below. Yeah, so uh, maybe, you know, some exclusive video content that you can only get from us if you're a member. Just Ooh. saying. Ooh, is that just like a, saying. an eyeball emoji? Eyeball emoji, just saying. If you, become a mem- if you become a member, exclusive video content as well, possibly in the future. Just saying. Wow, wow. Look at Jim. Call my shot. Let's call a shot. Uh, thanks, guys, for hanging out. Again, kind of the July 4th weekend edition of the wrap-up show. I'm in Tahoe. Jim's in a garage, I think. His garage. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, we do appreciate you guys hanging out with us again. Please subscribe. That's all we ask if you're a Padres fan. Please subscribe. We have year-round content for you. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter, at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Alex, thank you. Alex, uh, is happy birthday, Kristen. Awesome. Awesome, Alex. Thank you for saying that. Kristen, happy birthday from Alex. She says thank you. Yay. She says love you, Alex. Um, also, please support our partners. Thank you, Michael. Um, Mark Nimitz and Farmers Insurance, a title sponsor. He can save you $750 on your insurance. There's a link down below. He's a San Diegan. ORA.organic, link down below. Will, another San Diegan, supports this channel. You get 30% off your very first order. And Omar Sanchez, scan that QR code on the screen right now. Omar Sanchez will hook you up with your mortgage needs. He can get you into your dream home. Scan that QR code on the screen right now. Everybody Happy be fourth, safe. Guys. Be safe. Have a good fourth. Uh, Padres get a game from the Dodgers. They win 4-2 at Dodger Stadium. They're three and a half back, 81 to play, 81 in the Bucks. 13 games over 500. Jim, I'll see you tomorrow, maybe, somewhere. Maybe, maybe a Pepco. Um, potentially. Why is Kristen clapping? I don't know. Where's my freaking pizza? Can you give me my... Bye-bye. Um... <laughs>